and welcome back to the first What the Folk of the 23-24 season as we have a wee look over our summer window so far and crucially react to uh, the fixtures like we did last year. I think at the time of speaking it's 8.47 so we'll be reacting to the fixtures in about 15 minutes. Technically it's live to us but obviously it's not going to be to you um, but firstly we're going to have a little look over what's happened in the window so far because there's actually quite a bit of chat about which is... Um, Always a positive, I think, to join me. Two regular voices, as always. I'm, I'm sure you're used to it now. We're kind of two or three seasons deep or something like that. But um, Brad Sharp, Brad, how are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, Graham. Um, away on holiday at the minute with the kids and the missus. Weather's been lovely. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the fixtures coming out and finally talking about football again and not cleaning nappies or telling the kids <laughs> no. <laughs> it's nice to get a bit of a break. <laughs> <laughs> Dave? <laughs> Same to you, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Unfortunately, not on holiday. Um, but yeah, weather's fantastic down here. Excited that there's a bit of football chat kicking about. I think it only lasted a fortnight without it. And I'm uh, I'm back coaching myself a little bit this season. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a good old year. Can't wait for it. Yeah, excited. I think same as last year. Obviously, we were excited about the fixtures coming out and what was going to happen and stuff like that. Obviously, we all know how good the season was. Um, so the kind of excitement that we had last year is probably amplified even more. But um, Brad, we're going to go into the obviously the, the moves we've made in the window so far. But before the we're like 12 minutes away from the fixtures, um, excited. Some big games coming in there. I mean, last year I felt like some big games. The, the Derby, quote, un-Derby with Middlesbrough was back. But there's like lead chef weather obviously there, so excited. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's is it nineteen or twenty former Premier League sides in there? Similar. Like six six former champions of England. It's, I mean, when you look at it now, you think was last year maybe it's a missed opportunity because the teams that are in it this year it's going to be so competitive. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward. To it. I, I mean, we had our consolidation season last year, and really went past what we should have or what anyone would have thought except for me um <laughs> but <laughs> but this year is really going to be i think there's no games really where i'm looking at it and think i'm not excited there's there's something in every every game where every team seems to be a really big club um so yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really excited for it. Uh, obviously the, the window is going to we're still early in the window, but what's positive is we've made moves early doors. Um, I know there'll be plenty of other moves before there's a, there's a ball kicked and a couple of transfers after a couple of games in. But yeah, I'm I'm just full of positivity at the minute with how everything's looking. I know what you mean with every game being a big game. I mean I've just been sitting here just like I'm vibrating with excitement at Rotherham away. Um, I just can't wait. <laughs> Dave, uh, we're 10 minutes away from fixtures, so we're going to have to speed this one up if we want to talk about the transfer window and that. But um, excited. It does feel exciting, doesn't it? There is, there is really big games in that. And it's, um, look, the Championship's a really competitive season and it's a really competitive league at the best of times. So, um, but there's nothing to be feared. Um, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm ready to go now, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's... Um... <laughs> Leeds, Chef Word, you've already you've already mentioned them. There's some uh, there's some pretty glamorous fixtures in there for the championship football, and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how we get on. Really, I think there's going to be more expectation this year. We've mm-hmm. we've already had a bit of a discussion about that at the end of end of last season, and it'll be interesting to see who else we get through the door. 
Um, and yeah, but we know the style of football that we're going to try and play. So I think it's going to take some uh, some stopping from the opposition to stop us playing that way. Fingers crossed we get off for a good start and see where we go again. Yeah, absolutely. I think probably one of the big ones and we'll, we'll be able to have a probably more of an in-depth look at this when it comes to the fixtures coming out. But I think last year it was a case of saying, you know, these games will let us know how far away we are from being a championship side. I think we had Coventry started the season last season who were just outside the playoffs. Obviously ended up getting to the playoffs last season. Um, but I remember like the first sort of four or five games, you had like Norwich and that and then and you, and you kind of were like, well, this all shows where we're at. I think Stoke away and obviously we ended up competing. And I think it was after about nine games, we just kind of went, well, actually, there's nothing to fear here. We don't have that kind of nine game period to see what other teams are like. We know we're a good championship side because we finished sixth last season. And it's, I think it's a case of just kicking on. Um, but Brad, we, we have made early moves in the transfer window. I think off the top of my head, we've signed, I'm going to hopefully get this correct, Nectar Triantis, um, Joe Bellingham. I know I'll get that one right and Luis Semedo. So three signings, three very young boys that I think collectively together probably wouldn't even reach the age of Dave. Um, but what have you what have you made of the business so far, Brad? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, it's exciting. It's We're sticking with the plan of buying the young players in. Um, I mean, if, if Joe Bellingham turns out half the player of his brother and... We've got him. He's going to be a cracking player still. Um, but that is exciting, especially when you hear some of the things which season pros were saying about him, in particular Troy Deeney. And Deeney's been around, he's seen a lot, and he rates him really highly. Um, and then you see a lot of the stuff and listen to a few things from over in the Mariners, over in Australia, and how, how highly they rate uh, Nectar. I mean, what's a name that is as well, by the way. It's so excellent, by the way. <laughs> it's 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 a fantastic name. But uh, yeah, and I think Dave put in the group as well about Semedo. He's an absolute unit. I mean, when you see the photos, when he towered above Dennis Serkin, he was getting out and I think he was like towering above a Range Rover. He was walking past. He looks absolute massive. Um. So yeah, I mean, they are exciting at the big athletic lads, all of them. I mean, Joe Belling was not small, so... That, that's the type of player that we do need. I still, I mean, it's still early, and I, I, I think we will. Um, I think we need one or two maybe experienced players, and I trust the recruitment team to maybe do that. If that's what they want to look at, that they will find, because they won't spend money on them, but they will find you a type of Corey Evans, Danny Barr, Pritchard-type player who um, have got a bit of experience behind them, maybe surplus to requirements elsewhere, but they come in here and they can start again help us with the young'uns. I think that's what we do start need, but very positive. Very positive. I mean, I watched the, the Mariners in the final and that Nectar, he, he looks some player. He, he just looks an absolute brick brick wall. Um, so, yeah, it's just exciting. And finally, we've signed a striker permanently. I mean, that's mm -hmm. outstanding news. <laughs> I wish they'd back it up with a Ross Stewart contract offer as well. Like, But, um, but there's also obviously rumours, Dave, as well, of um, bids in for Ellis Sims. I know obviously there's more than just us that are interested in him. I think we've gone over Ellis Sims quite a bit on this podcast over the last year for obvious reasons. And I think he'd be a great sign-in. There's links to, I think I seen Stefan Johansson the other day, obviously 32 midfielder, former Celtic, former Fulham. I don't know how strong or loose they are, to be honest. I don't work within the, the realm of Sunderland transfer windows. That's not my job. Um, but I think so far, so good, isn't it? Like when you look at the players that are brought in, 
yeah, they're young and we don't know much about them. But I think, and this will be a first for me, I think, probably, but credit in the bank for, for obviously the, the recruitment team because of what they've done previously. We can sort of trust that what they're doing is maybe the right thing. But I think crucially as well, we also need someone to like replace Diallo as well. Um, but so far, so good. You know, look, look, there's always things you want more of, but so far it's not been too bad as it did. Well, listen. The, the comparison isn't uh, the comparison isn't great. Above is from League One, where we're signing players right at the last minute who have been there, done that, getting promoted, so on, so forth. To where we are now, there's a. It actually feels as though the piss take piss take party might have actually stopped, which is uh, to, to quote a former friend. It's like Brad to, said, move to Charlton, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlucky boys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, That's, that'll that'll teach you, Clive Mendonca. Um, <laughs> we're all friends here. We're all friends. Retro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andy was a Sunderland fan. Absolute evil. The, the football gods were not with us. Brad said earlier, we've um, we've addressed the elephant in the room of physicality and fitness and the lads that have come in without knowing too much about them. It's uh it's, it's a positive start and I'm not sure how many times we can use the word positive on this show. Uh, probably as much as I can use the phrase, listen, that's how much we can probably use it. So it's, it's just exciting. I can't wait for us to kick a ball. Um, what we find out in three minutes, but we reckon. Well, I won't spoil it for everyone because it's it's Rotherham away, and unfortunately, it's not too much to get excited about. But that's who we're playing. April Fools, just joking, just joking. Yeah, I'm not with, no more April Fools on this. I got absolutely mullered after that one. <laughs> um, I've got horrendous hair fever. But Did Brad... Dave just say he's not going to ruin it for everyone when this is coming out post <laughs> post fixture release? I... We're not live. There's there's strong rumours <laughs> at the minute. Of a certain game, but let's not comment on it until we actually know. Um, but Brad, quickly before obviously the fixtures come out, we've got like less than or just over two minutes. Um, I think on top of what's been a good transfer window, you've got Dennis Serkin and Trey Hume have um tied themselves down to contracts as well, which I think is is massive news for us because they've both been really, really good. Dennis has been really unlucky with injuries, but um I don't have any concerns over that if I'm honest with you. It was kind of a combination of unlucky injuries as opposed to the same injury reoccurring all the time. But um, yeah, I think both really, really important. I think some of us almost put Trey Hume as one of the players of the year and he was only played for the best part of sort of the back end of the season regularly. So it tells you how much we think about him. But good news that we've got the, the players tied down as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's, it's really good news. I mean, they are two standout players. Um, and they're in two positions where I think over previous seasons we've struggled to, to nail down a a starter that that's going to be there week in week out. We sort of shoehorn players into there, but and another thing that comes really positive with that is showing these young players when they come to us. You might get a four year deal, but if halfway through that you're excelling, you can get an improved deal. So this is the place where you can come and really make a career out of football, or at least put you on the right path towards it. It's not just we're going to give you a four year deal, and then you wait till your last year and we'll see how you get on. It shows that. I think Hume already had two two and a bit year left on his. We only got him eighteen months ago, but they've already extended it. They're probably given, there's going to be more money involved. Same with Sirkin, you know what I mean? 
So that's another that's another positive and another attraction that could show the young players that there's something here. And for their agents as well, because obviously there'll be agents fees and their agents will be young players' agents will be looking and thinking, go, go get a four-year deal there, but you you play well, we're going to get a pay rise halfway through that. So let's get ourselves to Sunderland. It's, it's just great how they're working at the moment and it's keeping that feel-good factor going for me. So we've got like 10 seconds, I think, for the fixtures come up. But Brad, a real quick one. A little bit of concern that Jack Clark might not be here come August. I've got a bit of concern if I'm honest with you. I think someone puts in a 20 million bid, we might have our heads turned a little bit. Nah, I've got no no fit, no doubt that he will be he'll be here next season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the next one that we're going with a new contract with. Um, but I'm I'm going to say he'll be here. I mean, I think you've you've seen the comments from me and Hart, his agent. Um, how settled he is, how much they've enjoyed being at Sunderland this season. So it's going to take something ridiculous. And if it is a ridiculous offer, look, 25 $20, $25 million, and we reinvest it. I've got every faith the recruitment team will get it right. But at least for one more season, I think Jack Clark will look at it and think, we were top six last year. I'm going to give it another go with them this year and see how we get on. Yeah, it's definitely the hope. Um, I think about sort of spoke about Jack Clark and said how important that was. But as he said, the fixtures are out. Brad, do the honours. Um, who's our first game? We are at home to the Tractor Boys. Uh, Ipswich Town on Sunday at 5pm so it's going to be a Sky Sports game Interesting and that was the rumour that we were alluding to before so we should have just probably told everyone that um, obviously it was I think all over Twitter anyway so it's not going to be surprising anyone but first four games um, Rotherham are in there funnily enough um, but we've got Ipswich at home Followed by Preston away, um, interesting enough, and then Rotherham at home, and then Coventry away. Um, we will get deeper into it, but Ipswich at home. Uh, look, I don't think I think very similar to us, Brad. Like last year, Ipswich are going to come up and not be like a newly promoted side. If I'm honest with you, I would have maybe probably preferred someone like a Plymouth. No offense to Plymouth fans, and I think it's always difficult though at the same time to play any promoted side first game of the season. But um, realistically, putting our like non-pessimistic hats on. Ipswich at home's a, a, a winnable game, isn't it? And you won a home games first, like we did last year, I think. Yeah. Um, and Ipswich will, go in, Ipswich will go into it in the same sort of mindset as we did. They're coming up against a team that was in around the playoffs or got in the playoffs. Um, and that, that they might think, right, we'll see how we get on here. I'm not sure. A lot of people are tipping Ipswich to do quite well this season. I'm, I'm not... 100% sure why um, I know they've got some half decent players but yeah it's, it's an interesting one that um, I thought all along I thought we were going to get one of the relegated sides from the Premier League but the promoted side did, did no they finished second in the Ipswich was it second um, it'll be an interesting one it will be in front of the cameras but I think the stage will be packed as well Um and it'll be interesting to see Nathan Broadhead back and there's rumours that these are in for Ellis Sims as well. So their strike force could be both ex-Sunland. Um, so, yeah, it's it's very winnable. It is very winnable. and it, It'll get us off to a good start if we can win that one. Dave, your thoughts on Ipswich at home first? In fact, the, the sort of the first month, like I'm quite pleased with that. Ipswich at home on Sky on a Sunday, pressing away, 
Um, still got really great memories of Preston away. Rotherham at home, um, followed by Coventry away, I think. There's no such thing as an easy game. It's never going to go the way you plan, but good first four games, that isn't it? And most most crucially, a home game first, Dave. Yeah, definitely. Uh, De Brad's here five o'clock on a Sunday. It's, a, it's an interesting kickoff time, um, but it does mean I get to watch it because I, I will be pretty much free of work. So that's quite nice. Um, I can't see Paul Lambert's men doing much against us. To be fair, I think that's an easy home win. Uh, yeah. What Paul Lambert? You realise that Paul Lambert <laughs> left ages ago, don't you? Yeah, that, that's how irrelevant they have become to me. I've actually got a mate who, uh, a okay. mate down here who's, a, who's an Ipswich fan. So, yeah, it was just a wind up, Graham. I'm not that completely oh, off the grid. <laughs> is it who is it again? Is it that McKenna? Yeah, McKenna it is book, McKenna. It? That's it McKenna and um, not Paul McKenna, but... the hypnotist. <laughs> well, they might have they might have them on the back room back room stuff. Um, it is a nice start. There's a couple of interesting fixtures there, isn't there? Preston breaks my heart because it just reminds me of Ahmad. And I, I love him and I miss him and I want him to come home and I want him to bend one in the top corner from absolutely nowhere. But it's probably not going to happen. I was on a podcast last night just talking about Ahmad for an hour and it did make me very happy and very sad at the same time. Um so nothing's changed then from what we, you did last year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that, yeah. The bipolar is still there. Um, <laughs> Rotherham, yeah, it, it's good challenges, isn't it? It's it's good challenges. They're, everyone's going to be up for it. Um, I just Coventry away, a bit of a bit of a naughty fixture for us nowadays, isn't it? Because of the old Jimmy Hill rivalry. We all know how big that is in football nowadays. Um, yeah, can't wait for it. Excited. Nice little start. Not, I mean, it could have been, it could have been a Leeds, Leeds, Leicester, Chef Wed start and you'd be thinking, oh, this is a bit tough, but you got to beat everyone to go and win the league. And I've, I've no doubt that's what we're going to do. I think looking at the games, there's sort of picking them out. The ones you obviously look for first is probably Borough, Leeds, um, the likes of Chef Wed. Interesting that our last home game is, is Chef Wed at home um, and our last away one is Watford. I'm looking at the fixtures and to be honest with you, obviously looking at the ones that are the most intriguing, the ones you look for first, and then you immediately look for like, right, hang on a minute. Have we got any games on like random days, Plymouth away, all that kind of stuff. So far, from what I can see, Plymouth away will be on a Saturday, which is thus far a positive. Southampton is on a Saturday as well, I think, which is good. Um, yeah, but Sky's going to get the hands on that and they're going to keep it on the Saturday, mm. but it's going to be the 12 o'clock kickoff. That's oh. what oh. Sky do. I don't, well... Stop it. No offence, Tom White. That's what Sky do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friend of the pod, Tom. That's fine. That's fine. But I suppose that's true. But so far, so good. But um, Brad, which game are you most looking forward to? Because obviously, I think most of us would probably say, for me, it was Leeds away. And then you look at your Boroughs and you look at the first game and stuff like that. But when the fixtures come out and you see that Leeds away is not until like April, you can kind of see games you're most looking forward to. For me, the one that's sticking right out, if I'm honest with you, outside of the, the first home game is Middlesbrough at home um, in October. Like, 
that that's a good time to play them into the season. You you've got minutes in your legs and whatnot, and there, uh, that's when the it's beginning to lie. And I have no doubt we should both be looking at playoffs minimum this season, both Middlesbrough and Sunderland. So it should be a good game, much like both games were last year, to be honest. Yeah, I mean the season's gone by. We've, we've tended whenever we've played them, we've played them relatively early, um, which is a bit crap, really. Um, but in October, yeah, Middlesbrough at home. Two derbies in a row. We've got Middlesbrough home, then we've got the Alex Neal derby away. Um, I th- to be honest, it, it's the Leicester City game that I'm looking forward to. Leicester away. Um, don't know why. I might not even go to that one, but um, I just. <laughs> you've got to remember, even though they came down, they had a shocking season. They were recently Premier League champions. They were FA Cup champions not long ago. They finished fifth or sixth in the Premier League for a few years. So I think that that'll be the big test. I think the, the first big, big test this season. Um, and that's, what, 10, 11 games in. And that's where you see you're starting to get sort of a gauge of where, how the season's going to pan out. So, yeah, I think the month of October is really... I mean, if you look at the month of October and it's it, it just isolated... Watford home, Borough home, Stoke away, Leicester away, Norwich home. That's as tough a month as you will probably get in this league um, as a run of fixtures. So that'll be an interesting month for me. But I'm with you as well. Middlesbrough at home's the, the big one. It's nice to get them at home first rather than away. Because then we're doing it. we have to wait for Borough away until February. Um, so at least the, the poor weather will clear the smog. That'll be in the air if it's the middle of winter. <laughs> I, I used to work for the the women's side, I'm not saying that. Um, no, you these are the thoughts of Bradley Sharp and not of what the fork pod. Yes, very much so. October. <laughs> well, it's the... interesting, Tim, you said, Chef Wed. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time, to correct me, if that we've opened the season at home and closed the season at home. Oh, God, I. That's a good point there. Um, I, I'm, I've not known that happened very many times, so that's quite good. I mean, we won't close the season then because we're going to finish third. That, that's just interesting. I've, I've not known that for quite a while. I, I can remember that we're opening at home and we're closing at home. And yeah. I think interesting. what's quite, looking at the fixtures as well, you look at like your hard months and stuff like that. And it's funny because you mentioned, obviously, well, we mentioned um, the game against Borough. Looking at October, that's actually really tough. Um, You've got Watford. I'm pleased most of them are home. Well, I'm not pleased most of them are home games. I can't remember whether we're good at home or bad at home anymore. Because um, we're all worried about home form with a Luton game. We won the home game, Nebo. That was the way game where we duffed it, where we're normally quite good. But um, October, you've got Watford at home, Borough at home, Stoke away, Leicester away, Norwich at home. That could be really decisive towards our season, I think. Because if you start really well, but then you hit those games and don't do as well as you'd like to, um, you're then looking at a November, which is not quite as difficult. You've got Swansea, Birmingham, Plymouth, um, Huddersfield. But you know what? You've got to beat everyone. You've got to play everyone in this in this league, haven't you? At the end of the day, um, we had sticky points last season and we came out of the back of it. So I think you know we went on was it one win in eight or something around that time last year because of the striker situation and 
we ended up sixth. So actually, yeah, you know what? No fear. I'm not going to talk negatively about that. Watford, Borough, Norwich at home. Yeah, nine points easy, right? Um, and Stoke and Leicester away. Yeah, I've got 100% record of both those stadiums, I think. Um, so yeah, we'll go for the, the 15 points that month. And that's on the recorded body shit. Um, interesting both games, Dave, against Leeds on a Tuesday night at the minute. That's a bit of a pain in the backside because I'm not going to lie. Leeds is a tasty fixture. There's history between us, whether we like it or not. Um, disappointed they're both on a Tuesday, Dave? Yeah, although I've only ever done Alan Road once with Sunderland and it was a Tuesday night and it was electric. It was absolutely fantastic. So, the it'll be full. It'll be bouncing. It'll be packed if they, if they do stay on them days, which I'm, I'm pretty sure they will, and obviously throw them on Sky as well. Um, quarter eight kickoff, eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a couple of tasty, tasty fixtures. Not ideal, not being Saturday at three o'clock, but it's going to be one of them fixtures that the neutral is going to want to watch as well. Um, again, I mean, I don't think Howard Wilkinson's man's going to create as many problems. So, yeah, we should be all right. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Don't mention that name. <laughs> just, just gotta bring, gotta bring the humour back. But yeah, um, and hopefully, well, there's there's probably a sub story in there, isn't there? With all Joffy, we, we probably know how that one goes already. No, no, no. Especially when me and you not being the biggest fan, even though we did give reasons why he might not be uh, our favourite player. He was just thrown in the deep end, but we all know how that subplot goes. So, yeah, nice can't wait him. for that one. Nice room at the end. Um, <laughs> I think we all knew because of the the fixtures with um, that came out in the Premier League last week with Newcastle obviously being, sorry for swearing, um, at home on Boxing Day that we were going to be away just because obviously the, the police can't handle us both at home on the same day sometimes. Um, but that's been quite kind as well, hasn't it, Dave? Holloway is quite a... A nice fixture to have on Boxing Day. It's not that far to travel unless you're like coming from Glasgow, like. But, um, but mainly most most Sunderland fans should be able to get that no bother. And then if you want to go on the Friday night around Christmas, you've got Rotherham away as well. So both games that are relatively easy to get to. I think you could maybe look at from a, a perspective of money in the bank in December. You've got Millwall away, uh-uh. Bristol City away, uh-uh. but then a lovely Hull City Rotherham back to back, which is easy enough to get to. So that's that's felt quite nicely, hasn't it? Definitely, yeah. Uh, there's there's several things that I can't wait for for the whole game. Um, I can't wait for that great Tiger chance that they do. They're going to get us. Ah, yeah, <laughs> loving yeah. that from Brad. And then obviously there's there's the added spice of the the Steve Bruce derby. So yeah, it should be good fun. He's had just to clarify, Dave. He has <laughs> left. He has left. <laughs> what what's happening? All these. It's like a managerial merry-go-round. What's happening here? I'm not going to mention Norwich because I feel like Dave's going to be like, is Paul Lambert still a manager there? <laughs> Um, he can't do two jobs at once, Graham. Come on, he's clearly still at Ipswich. No, no, he's, I've, I've heard he, I, I, he can do it. Um, Brad, obviously, looking at the sort of end of season running, look, a lot of stuff has to happen before we talk about any level of promotion. But look, right, we're going to go in positive. I think we will be feeling more positive towards the end of the season. Um Towards the end of last season, sorry, we'll feel more positive going into this season that that positivity should continue on. Lovely policeman coming past there. That's fantastic. Um, 
looking at the run-in, it is quite tough, though. Like, if we are in and around playoffs, promotion, you're going to hope that most of the points have got in before that because you've got Blackburn at home, Bristol City at home. I know Bristol City's not, like, that impressive, but I thought they were one of the better sides last season. Then you've got Leeds. Then you've got West Brom away, same time as last season, as you pointed out. Then you've got Millwall at home, who were like, I think they missed out on the playoffs last year. I can't remember what happened, but I think they just missed out. Um, goal difference or something. And then Watford away, which I don't know, they'll be on their fourth manager by that point. And then Sheffield at home. I think Sheffield will come back and do relatively well. Um, but it is quite a tough run. And if we're in and around there, we need to kind of make sure that we're uh, we've got enough points on the board by that point to be in with a chance. Or are you just dead confident? Nah, you named seven eight, seven games there, we'll pick up 18 points in, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. Um, no, but so, yeah, I mean, it is quite tough, that one, but like I touched on right at the start, it's a very tough championship this season. I mean, when you look at the fixtures, I know there's the old thing where people say, we've well, got to play everyone twice regardless, so it doesn't matter when. But for me, it does. It matters when you play some play what run of fixtures you get sometimes, because if you're playing against four teams that are running away from like everyone else at the top and you get battered off them, it demoralises you. So you, you want to have a good cluster of fixtures, which we, we try and look at. But that last seven are tough. But I'm hoping by then maybe there's a couple of them that can't reach the playoffs or can't get into promotion or hit a bit of bad form. Because I've got every confidence and the, the team have given me this confidence that if they've got something that they need to play for or dig deep, that these players are willing to fight, battle, and just put everything on the line to, to get the points. So that's why I'm, 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 yeah, 18 points out that last seven, and that's without any world class signings coming in just yet. I just, everything I'm thinking about this season is just very positive. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the I mean, there's going to be a lot of ex Premier League players that are coming in to this division. Um, coming down with the, the, I know they've done that last year. Coming down with the the teams that have came down, but I'm just looking for looking forward to seeing a little bit more class in this league. A little, uh, I mean, the the size of some of the clubs, like your Rotherham and that, they're not really that small, but they they are teams that have give us tough games over the years. So there's not going to be any easy fixtures. Like there's not there's not really any uh, easy run-ins throughout the whole season, but. I just feel like we're going to get in the playoffs. I'm just, I, I can't describe how excited I am for this season. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know what else to say about it really. I mean, no, we played one twice, but I, mm-hmm. I think they fell quite kindly. Um, and I think that the one that finishes off the festive period on New Year's Day is pressing at home. My missus will be delighted because if that was pressing away, I was going back to Blackpool again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she'll be delighted when I go in and tell her, "Look, I'm I'm going to be here on New Year." But then I tell her, "Probably well, at the stage my life by early doors." Uh, well, well yeah. Brad's already Brad's already given us his breaking news because he told us that we're starting the season at home, we're finishing the season at home. Well, that means we've either got Wembley joy or Wembley heartbreak because if we finish third, as he said. The second leg would be at home. So we're either going to Wembley to win it or we're going to Wembley to start crying again. So breaking news. Breaking news, Brad. Um, 
qualities go, obviously fixtures are out. There's not much more you can say until the games are played, to be honest. Um, when was the last time, I'll find this one to Dave first, that Sunderland played uh, Paul Lambert's Ipswich? No, just played Ipswich at home, first game of the season. And what was the score and who scored? Oh, oh. I don't know. I, that's, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we won one nil and Michael Chopper scored, but I've no the, idea what year. You got the scoreline right. You got the scorer wrong, Brad. Um, we beat Ipswich one nil. When was it? I'm not sure. I'm gonna say Sean Thornton scored. No. Um, so this is where my encyclopedia came in because I remembered the last time we played Ipswich at home. It was in the Premier League. We won 1-0. Super Kev scored. And the team that day was Thomas Sorensen, Bernd Haas, Mickey Gray, Jody Craddock, Emerson Tome, Julio Arca, Kevin Kilban, Stefan Schwartz, Gavin McCann, Kevin Phillips, Lillian Leslandes, The Bench, Jürgen Macho, Niall Quinn, George McCartney, Alex Ray and David Bellion. And if you really want to go back into the sort of interesting late 90s, early 2000s Premier League years. The referee was Graham Paul. At right back that day for Ipswich was Chris Macon. At centre-half was Herman Horidison and Titus Bramble. And you had uh, Royster and Marcus Stewart up front with the likes of Pablo Cunago on the bench and Fabian Wilmus, a proper 90s Premier League team, even though it was in 2001. But yeah, um that was the last time we played them on open day. We won one nil, and it was a Kevin Phillips penalty. But um, lads, thanks for thanks for joining. It does feel positive. I just want to get stuck into it now. Obviously, we've got the the preseason fixtures coming up, so the the podcast will be coming through sort of thick and fast. I'll openly admit, obviously, the podcasts haven't come that often. Uh, there's I've been at a festival. I've been having horrendous mental health, like we all have when the football's away. I think, um, um, but we will be having some podcast coming as the season and the signings sort of happen um, and hopefully it's close or even better than the last couple of seasons have been because it's been a pleasure to do but um, Dave, Brad um, thanks very much for, for popping on this morning Absolute pleasure mate Yeah, pleasure as always Graham and look forward to, to more podcasts coming and talking football as the young child now arrives at my car door to tell me yeah. to hurry up Get out, man! Um, I want to go swimming, man! Thankfully, thankfully it wasn't... Uh, we didn't have Ross on today because it might have been... If there was a child knocking at the window with Ross, that would be a bit of a worry because <laughs> Ross couldn't come on because he's worried that his partner might be going into labour. So um, if by the time this comes out, obviously Ross has got his first little one. Congratulations and commiserations to um, Ross's new child for Ross being your dad. Um, <laughs> and uh, hope to see you back soon, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs>